In response to the Trudeau government's online news act, Google announced on Thursday that it would be blocking Canadian news links across its platforms. A campaign is launched in support of New Brunswick progressive conservative premier Blaine Higgs and his new parental rights policy. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is being accused of playing politics in his response to New Brunswick's parental rights policy. Hello Canada, it's Friday, June 30th, and this is True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Ili Kantenaten. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Google announced that it's blocking Canadian news links across its platforms as the fallout from Bill C-18 continues. The company claims the Trudeau government hasn't given it reason to believe the regulatory process will improve, which it said sparked the move Thursday afternoon. Bill C-18, also known as the Online News Act, would require big tech platforms like Google and Meta to pay news publishers to post their links should either company profit from doing so. Google has been threatening for over a year to pull Canadian content from its platforms if it could not agree to more favorable terms with the federal government. The company says it already supports Canadian journalism through programs and partnerships. Meta has also stated that it is not in negotiations with the government and that it will also block Canadian news content from its platforms. Earlier this week, Canadian Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez said the government will support newsrooms if tech giants go forward with blocking Canadian news. So Ellie, we know this bill has received royal assent. Obviously, Canadians are still getting access to news on Google and Facebook, so it hasn't really gone into effect yet. You know, they're talking about this happening at the end of this year. Uh, Do you see any room for improvement here between the private companies and and the Canadian government uh, reaching some sort of middle ground? Well, I sure hope so, because as for now, this this is becoming an absolute disaster. So this uh, bill is inspired by Australia's new media and digital platforms, mandatory bargaining code. And this is a bill that was described by a Harvard scholar as a deeply flawed because it it is basically a flawed premise, the idea that news organizations uh, should uh, get money from tech giants and and search engine sites. Uh, So far, the liberals are doubling down. Uh, Pablo Rodriguez uh, attacked big tech this morning, and the Canadian Association of Journalists uh, reiterated basically that same narrative. However, I think that down the road, I wouldn't be surprised if the government ended up changing its tone, just like it changed its stone on the gun grab because this policy, if the big tech giants go in and say what they're saying they're going to do, this we're all going to feel this. Every Canadian, when they go on the internet, is going to feel this, and that feeling is going to be a negative one. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's worth you know explaining to our listeners who tune into True North as their trusted news source, we're a digital media company. Uh, in comparison to some of these more legacy media companies who have other avenues uh, to reach their audiences, how will this affect us, do you think? That's a good question. I mean, I've been thinking about this. How will it affect us? How 
as a company and us individually as journalists, because we share a lot of our content on Twitter, on Facebook. And unlike the legacy media, we don't take a bailout. And that's what the uh, minister is now indicating is so we'll just give more bailouts, we'll have more government funded media. So uh, this is not good. The government claims to be helping newsrooms and journalists, but they are not. This is going to be really harmful, I think, for us and any other non-government funded digital media outlet if if our our content gets blocked on the the streams where people access our content. And I think, you know, just to stress uh, to our listeners, it's very important to, you know, subscribe to our, our True North website and make sure you, you get, get access to our content directly. New Brunswick activist and TV personality, Fatim Grzeski, is launching a campaign in support of progressive conservative premier Blaine Higgs and his new parental rights policy. The Don't Delete Parents campaign also calls on the New Brunswick government to implement school choice, a policy that has been implemented in British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and Quebec. The Don't Delete Parents campaign also has three calls to action, signing a pro-Higgs petition, emailing New Brunswick MLAs, and sending the Premier a message of support. Earlier this month, the New Brunswick government announced changes to Education Policy 713, which included a new requirement for children under the age of 16 to get parental consent before they can officially change their name or pronouns at school. The policy has caused outrage amongst trans activists and supporters of gender ideology, as well as Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and other liberal politicians. Some progressive conservatives in New Brunswick have also come out against the policy change. Two cabinet ministers resigned over the ordeal, and 26 riding presidents submitted letters to initiate a leadership review. Higgs continues to stand firmly in defense of his parental rights policy. In an interview with CBC's Power and Politics Tuesday, the premier stated that, quote, parents need to have a voice, and insisted he is taking a balanced approach. He added that he's received a tremendous outpouring of support for his position. Higgs has also said that he's prepared to call an election over the policy and that he is fine with putting his career at stake to support parents. Grzeski is not the only one rallying behind Higgs. Pro-life group Right Now has also started a petition in support of the New Brunswick Premier. So Cosman, we're seeing Higgs continuing to hold the line on this policy amid the harsh criticism from trans activists, progressive politicians, the legacy media, and now even woke members of his own party who want a leadership review. Where do you think this is headed? And do you think Higgs will end up being victorious in this fight for parental rights? So I think we've seen some changes in New Brunswick. From my understanding, Higgs has uh, done a cabinet shuffle. He's gotten rid of some ministers who kind of broke the line on this, uh, tried to go the other way. He's also promised to take this to an election. He would he would make this a ballot issue. And I think the opposition here, the trans activists, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, know that Canadians are siding with Higgs. We've seen some polling done by Second Street, which shows an overwhelming amount of support among Canadians who think that parents should, in fact, be informed about changes like uh, gender transitions or, or pronoun changes at school with their children. 
Yeah, well, 69% of Maritimers agree with Higgs on gender identity. And several PC party executives uh, have also said that the matter is very popular with the base. And I think one of the reasons why is that for a lot of people, this is not about transgenderism. This is about parents. And kids need consent to take a Tylenol when they have a headache. They need consent to go on a field trip for their pictures to be posted online at the school's Facebook page, for example. So why shouldn't parents be informed if their kid wants to do something as drastic as changing their gender at school? Uh, I spoke with Grzeski uh, a few years ago on my podcast, and we were talking about parental rights. And she told me, anytime we're edging into a scenario where the government is saying we know better than parents, we're entering into a very dangerous zone. And I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's a common sense approach. And, you know, once upon a time, the liberal government used to uh, stay out of people's homes or, or as uh, the senior Trudeau said, you know, stay out of people's bedrooms. And this is they've gone in the completely opposite direction. And I think Canadians recognize that this is a sensible action. It, it's not extreme by any means. And I think this entire conversation has just been enveloped in this highly politicized atmosphere. You know, the accusations here against Higgs, I, I just don't think reflect reality. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is being slammed for his decision to condemn New Brunswick, requiring schools to inform parents that their children are transitioning genders and being accused of playing politics in light of his government's position on other provincial matters like Quebec's anti-religious freedom Bill 21. The Prime Minister has opted to label parents concerned with gender ideology in schools as, quote, far-right political actors trying to outdo themselves with the types of cruelty and isolation they can inflict on these already vulnerable people. However, a poll by SecondStreet.org shows that Canadians overwhelmingly side with New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs when it comes to requiring educators to inform parents on gender transitions and pronoun use at school. The Leger survey commissioned by the think tank found that 57% of Canadians agreed with informing parents, while only 18% disagreed. According to SecondStreet.org President Colin Craig, Trudeau is picking and choosing what political battles to wage, and in comparison to the Liberal government's muddled response to Quebec's Bill 21, which would ban religious symbols in public institutions, there's a level of inconsistency. Craig said, quote, The disconnect between how we see Ottawa treat Quebec versus how it treats other provinces likely boils down to politics. I suspect the Prime Minister's tone on this issue may change once he realizes most Canadians feel the same way as New Brunswick's government. Further, according to the nonpartisan think tank Cardus's Executive Vice President Ray Pennings, Trudeau's comments on both Quebec's Bill 21 and New Brunswick's education changes is political commentary that betrays a shallow and narrow understanding of both issues. So we talked a little bit about the politicization of this entire conversation, this entire issue happening in New Brunswick. You know, we've seen the, the prime minister wade into this debate. We've seen ministers of cabinet wade into this debate 
Ellie, do you expect further concrete action from Trudeau, like a specific intervention here by the federal government, or is it just going to be more words? So I would caution the prime minister, and this is simply based on the fact that history has shown that when Trudeau plays into culture wars, it does not go well for him. Let's look at the vaccine culture war. He vilified the unvaccinated. He called them racists. He banned them from traveling within their country and from leaving the country. The result, you got the freedom convoy. And now wherever he goes, he gets heckled. And honestly, I feel like if he keeps messing with parental rights, there may be a reckoning because there is nothing more important to mothers and fathers than their kids. And these kids don't belong to the state and public schools don't know better than parents. So if I was advising Justin Trudeau, I would advise him to tone it down a bit because I think uh, when you get parents angry, you you open a can of worms that uh, is much greater than, than the unvaccinated population, for example. Yeah, but, you know, I, it seems to me that he's already crossed that line by labeling parents who are concerned about this as far right political actors Trudeau has this tendency to generalize uh, populations of people who oppose him when in reality we've seen, you know, some of these protests have Muslim parents, you know, diverse groups of people coming out against some of the things happening in schools. So I guess what I would ask is how how much further will the prime minister be willing to go? Like, do you do you see him? Uh, ha having specific legal interventions because it's it's entirely within the prime minister's power uh, to launch a legal challenge or or to use his his own uh, power executive powers to intervene. You know that's been talked about a lot in Bill Twenty One. People have called on the prime minister to intervene, but so far he's refused. So what do you think about this issue, which uh, Trudeau has so clearly picked a side on? Well, it's interesting to note with Bill Twenty One. Bill 21 in Quebec, 55% of people support it, including 59% of French Canadians, compared to 69% of people in New Brunswick agreeing with the Premier. So the gender policy is more popular than Bill 21. Uh, yet Trudeau is, at this point, more likely to challenge the gender policy. And I think part of the reason is because Quebec threatens to separate when it doesn't get what it wants. And I say this as, as a Quebecer. And Trudeau also sees this as, as, as a cultural issue to whip up his base and, and divide people. And I think it's sad because I remember he gave an interview uh, around the time he was elected and he said that what uh, feared him the most what was polarization. And yet, unfortunately, what we're seeing with this dialogue, instead of having a nuanced conversation about what we should do with gender-confused kids, what we should do with school policy and parental rights, which I think, honestly, the answer is a very nuanced, down-the-middle answer where we everyone's concerns are addressed. He's opting to go to, to an extreme. And, and I mean, the narrative being argued by some of these trans activists that we should hide this information from parents and that we should lie to parents if they inquire about what's going on is extreme. And I think it's unfortunate that our dialogue in Canada has become so polarized that we're discussing extremes now rather than sensible, compassionate, common sense policy. 
That's it for today. And don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.